1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Oh yeah, if you have read the title, then you already know, this is going to be one of those kind of episodes. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and bringing new insights to all hunters. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today, who we have one of those kind of topics. Our title, our subject today is Goodbye, Self-Righteous Turkey Hunting Culture. That's it. I can't stand it anymore. I've got to talk about it. And no, in case you think, oh, something got under something got under George's skin and he is just on the war path. That is not the case. I actually have this episode planned out months in advance. Although I guess you could say, yeah, months ago something did get under my skin and I am now on the war path. I just made a note to do it later after I had cooled down a little bit. And guys, the thing is this. We have come to a place in turkey hunting where we have such self-righteous snobbery in the sport that I honestly believe it's destroying the future of turkey hunting. Little by little, bit by bit, we are turning off, putting off, pushing away new hunters and would-be hunters and even older hunters who just don't want to deal with it anymore and they're just getting squeezed out of the sport by this elitist mentality of people who are deciding what turkey hunting is, what it's not, what's fun, what's not, what you should do or want to do, and what you shouldn't. And if you don't fit that mold and your hunting doesn't fit that mold and your tactics don't fit that mold, then you're not a real turkey hunter. Then you can't call yourself a turkey hunter. Then you don't belong in the sport. Then blah, blah, blah. And so here we are, reality check time. We've got to make some changes. The first change comes on the inside of each and every person listening to this. You've got to make a decision to say, I don't care what anybody else says or thinks. I don't care. And you know, it's interesting. I have seen some people post some stuff on Facebook uh, in the last year or so, seemingly just in protest. They knew as soon as they posted it, it was against the elitist turkey hunting culture. 
and it was going to get torn to ribbons. And they posted it anyway, on purpose, just like baiting people to come and tear it apart because they don't care. They have given up all sense of caring what other people think about them and what they're doing. And they're just throwing it out there, almost mocking everybody else in the turkey hunting groups. And I saw that and I laughed and I chuckled and and part of me liked it. Although another part of me was like, all right, well, I don't know that it's necessary to be just purely antagonistic. Although sometimes you got to do something to push back the stupidity. And while I wouldn't have done it the way they did it, I can't say necessarily it was a bad idea. And uh, But the bottom line, guys, is this. we got to stop letting other people tell us what's fun and what we should be doing. All right, We have laws to tell us what's legal. We have uh, a... This is even hard to say anymore. A code of ethics to tell us what's right and wrong. But honestly, what used to be a code of ethics has become more an elitist collection of opinions, if I could just call it what it is. If you give me the freedom to to do that. And I think you will because, you know, it's a podcast and uh, I can't hear any dissenting opinions right now while I'm recording. And so... The bottom line, guys, is just so many people are trying to ingrain their opinion, their tradition, what they do as ethics in turkey hunting. And it is just not the truth. And I'm going to give you some examples here. I'm not just just ranting aimlessly. All right. We've got to change some of the things we're calling ethics and just label them what they really are, the way certain people like to hunt. All right, what is not ethical in turkey hunting or any other hunting? Well, causing an animal to suffer unnecessarily is unethical. However, there is a fine line between, you know, what you can put under a microscope and say, this is surely unnecessary suffering and... This is just backseat Facebook opinion jockeying on what we're going to put in that box in order to try to get other people to conform to our approach. And guys, it's just, you just got to realize what you're talking about. All right, so let me jump into some things. Number one, self-righteous turkey hunting nonsense. Only 40 yards is ethical. Or 40 yards or less, I should say is ethical. You can't, you shouldn't, it's wrong, it's unethical, it's not turkey hunting, it's not fun to shoot further than 40 yards. Now, if we were going to try and, and you know, create some sort of objective measurement to this statement, how would you do that? How would you quantify, what what is the absolute source of truth that you could pull from to say there is an ethical boundary at the 40-yard mark. Hmm? If you're hunting with target loads, you know, one ounce, uh, seven and a half shot, 
fired from a modified choke tube, then I would say yes, 40 yards and beyond is unethical because you are not able to create sufficient pattern density or ballistics penetration with that shot to kill a turkey at that range. In fact, even at 40 yards, it's very questionable. However, at 30 yards or at 25 yards, it is as, as effective as anything else could be. But once you get out to the 40 yard mark, target loads are just lose their potency and they lose the pattern density needed in order to um, consistently, reliably, and quickly kill a turkey. So you've got that consideration. But what if you're not using target loads? What if you're using Winchester Longbeard XR? Hashtag not a sponsor, just the best lead load on the market from every ballistics gel test I've ever done. What if you're doing that? Well, depending on the load and the choke, you can probably get sufficient penetration and pattern density out to 50, 60 yards. Could be even a little further with the right setup. At 60 yards, you can have just as many pellets in a 10-inch circle as you could with any number of the cheaper um, lead turkey loads that are on the market at 40 yards or even 35 yards. So with that load, depending again on your setup, you can have all of the boxes checked that you need to check at 60 yards. If you're using TSS turkey ammo, all right, tungsten super shot number nines, you can maintain the pattern density and ballistics gel penetration necessary to kill a turkey up to 80 yards, maybe further. Again, depending on your choke and the TSS that you're using and your gun. It is certainly, I have proven it. Go to YouTube, watch the turkey hunting videos. They're there. I have proven it beyond any reasonable doubt. 70, 80 yards is no stretch. In fact, at 80 yards, TSS number nines have about the same impact as most lead number sixes at 40 yards. All right, it's... The, the, the lethality is 100% there. So how can you say outside of 40 yards is not ethical? There's, there is no way to do that. We have a quantitative measurement to determine what an ethical turkey load is. All right. My quantitative measurement is this. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. 
we've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. I want to see 100 pellets in a 10-inch circle at the range I'm hunting with one and a quarter to one and a half inches of ballistics gel penetration. And I'm usually going to err towards the one and a half because environmental factors, temperature can influence penetration a little bit. And so being more conservative just makes it a little bit more realistic. And so if Winchester Longbeard can give you that at 60 yards, if TSS can give you that at 80 yards, how is that any less ethical than at 40 yards? It's not. It's the same effectiveness. It's the same efficacy. It's the same everything. There's absolutely no reason or justification you can make for saying shooting beyond 40 yards is unethical. And then here's my favorite one. It's not even fun. It's not fun to shoot turkeys that far away. Who are you to say what's fun for someone else? Hmm? Some people think it's fun to watch grasshoppers. All right, some people think all kinds of ridiculous things are fun. How can you tell somebody else what is or isn't fun for them? And people say, well, George, you know, I mean, it's just, well, I'll talk more about that later. I'm getting off. I'm getting off this particular point. All right, let's talk about ethicality. We'll talk about fun later. So if you have a measurement and it's clear and it's obvious the barometer, the line in the sand that we are drawing for ideal performance of the ammunition choke tube and aiming apparatus, then you have a quantitative measurement to tell you what's ethical at what range. If you test your load and you're not able to hit that benchmark, now that's my benchmark. Maybe your benchmark is different, but that's my benchmark. And uh, if you're not able to hit your benchmark, well, then you know that load at that range is not ethical. But to say long range is not ethical is is nonsense. Well, George, you know, 100 yards definitely isn't ethical. I believe you could find or load turkey loads in TSS with the right choke to find some combination that could probably get you out to 100 yards. And, oh, did you know about this? In some places, you can hunt turkeys with rifles. Yeah, all right. And rifles can shoot further than 40 yards. Did you know? Uh, For many years, you could hunt turkeys in the fall in Pennsylvania with any uh, 22 caliber rifle, including 223, 22250, uh, 22 Swift. These are predator hunting rounds you, that you can easily shoot out the two, three hundred yards much of the time. All right. And to say, well, it's not ethical to hit a turkey at 200 yards with a rifle. Well, why else would you use a rifle unless you wanted to hit them further? So totally Total nonsense. Don't let anybody tell you a range is ethical. If you have the skill to make the shot and you have the ammo and guns set up in order to produce the necessary ballistics and pattern at that range, it's ethical. Period. Done. Stop talking about it. Go away. We can just close Facebook down now because this has been settled. Next one. 
TSS Wounds Birds. I have been hearing this now. I can't, I, well, the first time I heard it, I was just like, what? You said what? People say TSS shot wounds birds, so you shouldn't use it. I'll be honest with you. The first time I heard that, heard that, I thought somebody was taking stupid pills. I was like, "Are you are you serious? Like, where did you even come up with this nonsense?" Um, I just I couldn't I couldn't even put it together in my brain where this came from. But they say TSS shot wounds birds. You will all shot wounds birds. That's how you kill them. You kill them by wounding them. How else would they die? But the idea here is TSS shot. It it, it inflicts non-fatal wounds because it's TSS. And it, uh, you know, some way or another, it doesn't kill them as dead as lead kills them. Okay, now, you gotta, again, what's the objective truth that this is drawing from? If a pellet of TSS can penetrate a turkey to the same depth as lead in the brain, in the spinal cord, how is that going to wound and not kill birds? Oh, in case you didn't know, it penetrates deeper than lead. How is that not going to kill birds? Okay, if, if I put TSS pellet through the brain of a turkey, that turkey is going to die. No less than if I put a lead pellet through its brain. Well, then they say, well, George, the TSS pellets are smaller. They are smaller. Yeah, we're talking about the brain and the spinal cord. We're talking about projectiles traveling at 1,200 feet per second, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, who are hitting the bird faster than lead, who are creating uh, significant wounding capabilities. And, oh, did you, did you forget that there's many more of them hitting than there are lead? So if I put, you know, a regular turkey shell, I, if I get two or three lead pellets in a turkey's brain... That might be a measurement. And then I shoot number 9 TSS and I get 14. How is that not going to be more effective? And the reality is, it, it is more effective. It is, it is 100% demonstrable, observable, verifiable, more effective. It kills turkeys. It kills them every bit as good as lead. And it often kills them better because you have better pattern density, so you're able to put more pellets in the brain and in the neck to take down that bird. Now, there may be a truth that if people are just shooting errantly into the distance and, and you know, at 300 yards and they're just lobbing TSS loads like mortars, that yes, maybe... Uh, you know, if you're shooting upwards at a 45 degree angle and those pellets are coming down and one hits a turkey and it wounds it. Um, but that's like not even a real thing. Okay. Nobody in their right mind would ever do that. If you are lobbing shotgun loads at a 45 degree arc at hundreds of yards, you don't even know what you're doing. 
And the only reason a lead lo- or a TSS load might wound a bird is because the lead load would have long before lost its power and potency and just fallen harmlessly to the ground. Uh, have you ever been shot with lobbed lead loads or steel loads or TSS loads? I have. I have been hit with shotgun bellets raining down on me from the sky waterfowl hunting from people a couple hundred yards away shooting up at birds pellets go up they came down just started raining on me and the pond that i was on i I literally at first thought it was real rain until i saw the metal bouncing off my knees these things don't keep that much energy that far even the tss can only go so far before it just drops harmlessly to the ground okay this is all nonsense all right complete and utter nonsense next one putting pellets in the breast of a bird ruins everything if you shoot a turkey and you put a pellet in the breast well it's not turkey hunting anymore you're you're not even hunting turkeys it's uh might as well not even be out in the woods you're just wasting your time it's you're, you you've completely ruined the sport like what where does this come from all right people have this whole thing okay you got to have a 10 inch pattern you got to hit that turkey in the head with a 10 inch pattern and and i agree a 10 inch pattern is the benchmark to measure it but listen to me here you got to hit a turkey in the head with a 10 inch pattern you don't want that pattern any bigger than 10 inches because you want to clean hit clean miss and you don't want to put any pellets in the breast well if i'm shooting two ounces of tss and i've got whatever the number comes out to be 700 and uh 724 pellets firing out of that shotgun why do i want all 724 pellets in a 10 inch circle that gives me a very small margin of error very small margin for my aim to be off or the bird to move or or maybe i'm just not sitting quite right on the ground twisted around in a tree and uh you know maybe my shooting position's off a little bit if i've got 724 pellets would it not just be unequivocally better to have those pellets in a 20 inch circle fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. 
Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Because my pattern density is still going to be more than ample. Would it not be even better still to have them in a 30-inch circle? Giving me even more margin of error because there's still going to be more than enough pellets in that circle, in that area. It's going to have plenty of density to do the job. Why would I want all of the pellets inside of 10 inches? 20 would give me more margin. 30 more margins still. All right. It's, but then people say, well, if there's any pellets outside of the 10 inch circle, then you risk putting pellets in the breast meat. Let me tell you a little story. All right. It's called all shotgun hunting that's been done for the last 400 years. Okay. Birds fly in the air and we shoot them with shotguns. And where do we hit these birds? In the head, in the neck, in the breast, in the back, in the foot. And what happens? The birds fall, ideally dead, out of the sky. We recover them, take them home, see that we put pellets in the breast, and then just burn them in the fire aimlessly because they are now useless to us because we put pellets in the breast. No! We eat the birds! We either take the pellets out of the breast... Or we just be careful when we chew. This has been the state of bird hunting since bird hunting with shotguns was invented. Okay? You shoot the bird and then you either remove the pellets or you chew softly if there are pellets in the breast. It's not that hard. It's not that complicated. And oftentimes the pellets go through the breast. They go through even the whole turkey sometimes. If you're using TSS, there have been lots of examples. People have shot a bird with TSS at 40 yards or 50 yards or 65 yards. And they say the pellets went in one side and out the other side. Okay, so you put a few pellets in the breast. We, we don't take two thoughts about that when we're hunting geese, which are like small turkeys. Why do we care now all of a sudden with a turkey about putting a pellet in the breast meat to the point where we're trying to engineer loads to get every single one of 724 pellets in a 10-inch circle? Well, if you're trying to keep it on a 10-inch circle, you don't need 724 pellets. You don't need 400 pellets. You need about 100 pellets. Well, how come we're not out there then with uh, TSS loads with uh, you know one-eighth ounce of shot? Why? Because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Nobody believes this except turkey hunters on Facebook. All right. You want to have a nice, thick, large pattern to give you a nice margin of error. And if you put a few pellets in the breast meat, well, so be it. Just like it is with every other kind of hunting. Sure, I get excited when I shoot a duck. And I find out that duck was only hit in the head or in the wing or in the leg. And there are no pellets in the breast. 
That's great. You know, just makes it that much easier to deal with. But you know what? Most of them aren't that way. And I usually don't care. So why would we get all bent out of shape and say you can't use that load, you can't use that ammo, you can't use that choke tube because you might put a pellet in the breast meat? That's ridiculous, self-righteous snobbery. All right? We just fixed it. It's done. Throw it away. Never have to discuss it again on Facebook. We've put this thing to bed. Next one. Long-range turkey hunting is not fun. Told you we'd get back to the fun. So I already talked some about this, so I don't need to rehash it all. But what is fun? Define fun. All right. What? How do you figure whether or not something is fun for somebody else? If I want to shoot turkeys at 80 yards and I have the setup to do it and I think it's fun, how can you tell me it's not fun? People say, well, George, the fun of turkey hunting is getting the birds in close and getting them into 15 yards and, and getting them in the knife range. Well, hope you don't have a, uh, a pattern on your gun that's so tight that all your pellets are in a 10-inch circle at 40 yards because you're basically hunting them with a 22 at 12 yards. And uh, good luck with that. And now, now we're, we're like, really? How can you tell me something is or isn't fun? All right. Some people like to get turkeys in real close. They think that's fun. Well, you know what it is. Some people like to shoot turkeys at uh, 30, 35 yards because they think it's fun. Well, you know what it is. Some people like to shoot turkeys at 85 yards because they think it's fun. Well, you know what? It is. Some people want to take a turkey home more than they care about anything else, period, in turkey season. And they've had three seasons in a row where they haven't even seen a bird. And now they've got a bird walking perpendicular to them at 70 yards. And they know because they've tested that their setup is able to ethically hit that turkey. And for them, the funnest, most thrilling thing humanly possible at that moment will be taking a turkey home and not getting skunked for the fourth season in a row. And you know what? They would be right. That is fun. That's exactly what they should be doing. They ought to be doing whatever is fun for them that their equipment and skill level will ethically enable them to do. All right. It's just that simple. If you think it's fun, it is. Now, we got to be limited by what's legal. And we got to be limited by what's ethical. But ethics are not opinions, at least not the real ones. There's got to be some sort of measurement or absolute truth by which we base these ethics on, not the opinions of Facebook groups. All right, it's either it, you just cannot allow someone else to determine what's fun for you. Some people think it's fun to hunt turkeys from a blind. You know what? For them, it is. Some people think it's fun to run and gun. Well, you know what? For them, it is. Some people have some sort of disability ranging from minor to major, which either makes running and gunning difficult, painful, or impossible. And so for them, it's not funning, or it's not fun. But if you say the only way to hunt turkeys and have fun is to run and gun, well, now you're eliminating people who do not have the physical capability to do that.
Uh, so it's not fun for them to run and gun. For them, it's fun to sit in a blind. For them, it's fun to sit against a tree. For them, it's fun to hunt another way. You know, you've got to understand that what you think is fun is not the only thing that's fun for other people. If what you think is enjoyable is not the barometer by which everyone else's enjoyment is measured. And most importantly, you cannot allow yourself to be limited, hemmed in, put into a box, and told you're not fun, and you're not ethical, and you're not a real turkey hunter, and you don't know what you're doing, because other people have their own snobbish opinions. I I just refuse to give ear to this garbage anymore. I'm going to go hunt turkeys, and I'm going to do whatever I want to do. If I want to shoot a jake on opening day because there's a jake there and I didn't get a single turkey last year, I'm shooting a jake. I don't care if I'm not a new hunter. I don't care if I'm not a kid. If I see one and that's what I feel like shooting and I've got a tag and it's legal in my state, well, then I'm going to do it. And you know what? I'm going to be thrilled about it. I'm going to have a big day. If I've been hunting all season long and and I've had no birds and no opportunities and I see a bearded hen step out, that's a legal bird in Pennsylvania, brother. We're taking that bird home. But George, you can't shoot bearded hens. That's like killing a thousand baby turkeys. Shut up. Just shut up. I did an entire episode on this subject and how ridiculously nonsensical what people come up with about this subject of bearded hens is. We looked at the science. We looked at the data. It has a microscopic impact. All right. Potentially, maybe even no impact, numerous things considered. But if I see a bearded hen and that's the bird I want to shoot and it's legal to shoot, I'm going to shoot it and be thrilled about it. All right. Now, at the same time, if I got gobblers everywhere and I'm waiting for the big one to walk up and I see a Jake walk up with two bearded hens, I'm probably not going to shoot him because I'm there for the big boy. And I know he's around, and I know he's coming, and I don't want to put my tag on a smaller turkey. So for me, on that day, and that season, and that location, it's fun to pass on those birds and wait for the big boy. And you know what? If he doesn't come, he doesn't come. But it's fun to go for the big one. Well, I I just have described so many different scenarios for so many different people. And you know what? They're all right. Each one is okay. Each one is right. Each one enables people to have fun within the law, within a defined realistic series and setting of ethics, and enjoy turkey hunting. All right, if you're hunting somewhere where it's legal to shoot hens and a hen walks out and you want to shoot that hen and you think that's fun, take that hen home. Don't allow other people's opinions to make you feel bad about what you think is fun. You're there to kill a turkey and eat some turkey and a turkey walks up. If it's legal and you want to shoot it, shoot it. Take it home. Like, but George, if you start shooting hens and that will listen. And the only places where shooting hens is going to be legal in places are places where the population has already been measured and judged to be able to survive that. All right. For years in Pennsylvania, you couldn't shoot does during deer season 
because the deer population was so far down. And then eventually doe tags became available, but they were very limited as the population was growing. And then eventually you could get more than one doe tag. And depending on where you live in the state, I can go to one of the wildlife management units that I hunt in. I could buy as many doe tags as I want. I could buy 150 doe tags. I think it costs $7 a piece, but I could buy as many as I want in that area because they got more deer than they can know what to do with. They got too many deer. They want to have less deer. They're saying, please, would somebody come here and buy more tags and shoot these deer? And so uh, all of a sudden, well, I guess it wasn't all of a sudden. It was over the course of decades that you went from shooting a doe was illegal to unethical to permissible to invited. All right. Now, turkey hunting, you, you've got some similar factors at work there, depending on what part of the country you're in. All right. If you're in a place where it's legal to shoot hens, it's only going to be because the population is as such where that is not going to hurt the population. Same with fall hunting. In the fall, I can shoot anything. I could shoot a tom. I could shoot a jake. I could shoot a hen. I could shoot a poult. In fact, some people like to target the poults in the fall because they're very tender. They're they're like a small chicken. It's you know they're they're considered a delicacy. And you might say, but George, if you shoot a turkey poult, then you've you know that that bird won't lay eggs next year. And then you've you've wiped out a thousand turkey nests and all of this ecological impact down the line. Do you have any idea, first of all, you can't tell if a poult's male or female. So about 50% of them are going to be male anyway. Second, do you know how many poults on average survive their first winter? Very few. Most likely the one you shot was going to die anyway and not make it through the winter. And then you know how many get eaten by coyotes and other things before they're able to even breed the first time? Quite a few more. Which is why shooting poults in the fall, even in Pennsylvania... Even with a rifle up until a couple years ago was completely legal. All right. And so you can, if it's fun, if that's what you want, if that's legal, who are other people's snobbery to tell you what to do? And there are the same shenanigans here that, that go down in every other kind of hunting as well. But today we're talking about turkey hunting. Last one X should be illegal. People say all kind of things. Replace X with whatever stupidity they're spouting in your area or on your Facebook group. It should be illegal to hunt turkeys on private land. Wait, what? Because that's where all the turkeys go. When, it was, well, hold on, wait, you can't, well, how would that then help? I'm just, I'm, I'm you confusing my brain. People say, well, it should be illegal to call turkeys before the season. Because now you're, you're making them, you know, call shy. Uh, I did an entire episode on the shenanigans and nonsense of call shy. You go back and listen to it. No such thing as call shy. There is hunter shy. There is human shy. But not call shy. That same turkey that ran away from you calling it is going to go into the woods. And what's it going to do the rest of the day? Call and respond to other turkeys' calls all day. And so it's 15 minutes later. They're going to be calling and responding to other calls again. No, it's not call shy, it's human shy. All right. And the bottom line is people want to outlaw and make everything illegal. I've heard people say, you know what? Children shouldn't be able to hunt during youth season. What? 
Why have a youth season then? Well, they shoot all the turkeys, and then there aren't any turkeys for anybody else on opening day. What? Yeah. What you have here are people that either aren't good hunters, don't know how to scout, don't have enough skill about them to play the game, and now they're blaming 11-year-olds and the one day a year they can go out and try to get a turkey with their dad or their uncle uh, for the first time ever. And you know what? It's shenanigans. I said it's shenanigans. You got to just completely tune out this nonsense. All right, don't let other people's self-righteous snobbery tell you what's fun, tell you what's ethical, tell you what you should be able to do or not able to do, tell you what's what's real turkey hunting and what's not real turkey hunting. All right, I have hunted turkeys hard. I've hunted turkeys so hard in some seasons and not seen a turkey makes you want to cry by the end of the season. And then next season, you finally get a shot at a turkey, and you are so thrilled to take a turkey, any turkey, just a turkey somehow, some way, and bring it home. It is absolutely and utterly thrilling, no matter what it is, how far it is, to walk out of the woods with that turkey. And that's exactly what we should be doing. That's exactly how we should be hunting. That's exactly what this sport ought to be. And you know what? If people... Uh, if people push and, and, and impact the turkey population and it starts to swing out of balance, then the game commission corrects. Then the game commission shortens seasons. Then the game commission adjusts weapons requirements. Then the game commission will do whatever they think they need to do in order to help the population. But you guys know what? You know what kills more turkeys than anything else? Not hunters, coyotes. There are more turkeys lost to coyotes than all the hunters combined. And so if you want to improve turkey population, best thing you can do is go coyote hunting. All right? And people in the game commission starts making changes to, to the turkey laws. Most of the time, at least in our day and age, it's not because of overhunting. It's because of overpredation. All right? This is what is driving so much of what is going on in the turkey laws and in the restrictions and so on. It's not that hunters are taking more birds. It's that coyotes are. Very few places is turkey hunting on the rise. Pennsylvania, for example, has has restricted and tightened up a few of their laws here and there in recent years due to impact on populations. It's not because people are hunting and shooting more turkeys. It's because coyotes are straight up out of control. And so people don't want to hunt coyotes. There's nothing to stop the coyotes. The coyotes' natural predators aren't here anymore because we got rid of them. And so that becomes the issue. It's much less so human pressure in most places. Of course, there are exceptions. But you've got predation. And oftentimes, the turkey you would have shot would have been eaten by a coyote eventually. The boss toms are the ones that are most able to, to defend themselves and stay out of the way of coyotes and other predators. Uh, but of course, they're also the hardest ones to take. So you just have to put this stuff in perspective. Have fun. Be reasonable. Do what's right, do what's legal, and enjoy turkey hunting. 
And if you post something on Facebook that you thought was a great turkey hunt and snobs descend on it from all over the place, you know what I'd recommend you do? Just delete the post. Don't respond to the comments. Don't even read the comments. Just delete the post and move on and be happy. Facebook doesn't need to know everything that you do and everything that you enjoyed. All right? Just because you don't post it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Guys, I would really appreciate it. Head to the website, New Hunter's Guide. Check out all the other episodes that we've done on turkey hunting and lots of other kinds of huntings. Send me pictures of your birds that you take and listen to all the back episodes that are there on every different conceivable part. Just go to categories, hit turkey hunting, and you can see everything that's ever been posted on the subject. I'd appreciate it too if you went to iTunes and left a five-star review with comment. Number one way to help grow the show. And of course, if you made it this far, you might as well subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods.